Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G-I-G-G-S No Rodri Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? It's opinion I respect your opinion Maybe in your opinion Messi is better than me But in my mind I'm better than him I do it again Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. This is episode number 19. The show is li- available live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter, Ace Podcast Nation. As you know by now, home to many a great show and series featuring top guests, expert analysts and more. So please do follow us on social media, subscribe to the YouTube channel, all that good stuff. Click the bell for notifications. Really helps us out a lot. If you can drop a like, drop a comment as well, um, as well as the live chat, drop a comment afterwards. That helps us out a lot with the search engine, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, of course, if you prefer your podcast in audio form, then you can get the Rodri Gig Show, as well as all the other podcasts we do through the Sports Social Podcast Network, 
the UK's first all sports podcast network. You can find all of our shows, plus they do daily Premier League shows and all sorts of podcasts there uh, at the sport-social.co.uk. So check them out. Send, tell them we sent you. Um, just as we wait for some of the, the stragglers and the latecomers to uh, join us, little Super 6 update. So for those of you who don't know, we're uh, supporting a charity, Super 6 League, this year, helping to raise money for two great charities in Maggie's Centre and Mind. And uh, last week, we had three people finish the round on 12 points. But it was Richard Davis who just popped uh, Andy Phillips and Tom Carter to top spot. Rodri forgot to enter his uh, predictions. So I have pulled ahead in our personal battle. Um, I Rodri had... Five weeks, I think it was, or five games he missed at the start of the season. So I did have a little bit of a head start. But I now have a 27-point lead running away with it. Running away with it. But um, a massive shout-out to our very own uh, Hardcore Weekly viewer, Craig Sullivan, also a Patreon, who tops the overall league and is in line for a £230 payoff payout if he can keep that going till the end of the season but there's a long way to go the next round is 3pm Saturday to get your predictions in as it were uh, but as ever I am joined by uh, ex-Salford City winger Mr Rodri Giggs how are you buddy? Alright how are you? All good mate all good 27 points that's a big big gap mate isn't it? I don't think you're going to be able to pull that back <laughs> Uh, no, nah, it's not that big. Just gives you more of a chance, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it's a it's a big gap, mate. You say that you pull that back in two weeks, it just takes me forget. Yeah, one one of... good one good week, back in it. Yeah, you need me to forget though, do you? Because I'm on. I'm I've hit like a bit of a stride now of um, like I range in from about seven to twelve points each week. So you know, you need me to forget really, just to me. No, not forget. really. If you're getting then, them uh, sevens and I get a, a twenty. He's yeah. back in the game. When was the last time you got a 20, though, mate? When you had a couple of fluky yeah, ones. You can't have that negative attitude. You're not going to get anywhere, are you? <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of negative attitudes, mate, um, I guess I wasn't going to start on this, but it, it flows nicely. Um, Ralph Raniak has been told that 17 Manchester United players are not happy uh, with his uh, tactics, his day-to-day stuff. Uh, there's a divided dressing room, apparently. There's rifts between players. Uh, some players are unhappy with the influence of Ronaldo on the squad, apparently. Some clicks have appeared. Um, what says you about that? Do they all need to kind of just get their heads down and get on with it? Because they're not doing really well, are they? Has the manager actually said that? Have you seen him say that? Um, so it seems to be paraphrased uh, in a couple of articles. I'm trying to see where the base article was from now. Daily Mail it came from, apparently. Um, but he has said, uh, so his the quote from him was, or no, again, it's, it's, it's sneaky the way they do it. It says, Ranyak is going to say it's the, it's the mail, they're, they're, they're usually reliable, yeah. but you know, oh, that's it. But he says, uh, he says, Ranyak has become aware of the situation following a series of meetings with the players to discuss their futures. So, obviously, you've got people like Martial said he wants to go, Pogba and Lingard are refusing to sign extensions, etc. Um, Cavani looks like he might go in January. I can't imagine Van der Beek's particularly happy. Well, we, uh, that's 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 already been discussed, so I don't know where that's coming from. Cavani, 
he spoke about that. We need you. You're not going anywhere. That's the, the end of conversation with him. So, yeah, you just got to be, you got to take it with a pinch of salt. Who are these players? Why are they unhappy? Because it's, it's not nice and easy and a happy place where all in, they can just come in, do what they want. And now well, they've actually got a, a work now. They've got to do extra training because they're crap and they're not in the top four where they should be. So rightly so, they're doing the training because I'll say again, they're crap at the minute. They're not performing at the, at the qualities um, they should be. And they're just, you well, know, Gary Neville with the nail on the head. They're just a bunch of whinge bags, by the sound of it. But again, I'll say it with a pinch of salt. Who's saying this? The Daily Mail? Yeah. So I need to say, players aren't going to come out and say it because they'll get crucified. So who's unhappy? Who's unhappy with Ronaldo? Who hasn't got a pair of bollocks and can stand up for himself because Ronaldo thinks... It could be... It's just a load of pussies, by the sound of it, to me. It's just a load of people that don't want to put the work in too many salt even players that have come through the academy Marcus Rashford what is going on with him what is going on with him because you know even him at the end of the game walked off head down alright you've got been beat but there's a reason why you're on the bench mate because you're not putting the work in you lose the ball daft walk he does doesn't run after the ball doesn't chase after the ball doesn't show the hunger that the top clubs who are winning things show. So, and, and he's, he's an academy player. So, you know, it's going to be unhappy. Probably Bruno Fernandes, he knows that a joint because, you know, he missed, he, he got dropped, he was on the bench, but he had the chance to win it and he missed it. So, yeah. he gives the ball away constantly. So, he needs to address that. It's Manchester United, he can't be giving the ball away all the time. All the time. In that positions when, as well. So, yeah, so you can go through the team. You can go absolutely go through the team. The, the captain is a shambles of a player. Shambles of a player. The last two years, he's done really, really well. And I'll, I'll argue with anyone different. But this year, he's been a shambles. He looks <clears throat> scared to death. The Manchester United captain and people putting nose at Ronaldo. If Ronaldo wasn't there, you'd be fucking fighting in a relegation. So... Yeah, it's just just a load of whinge bags doing my head in at the minute, and now it's it's oh, it's the manager's fault. No, Roy Keane said it as well. These players will throw you under the bus. Jesse Lingard has got a, a valid point. Why is he not playing? He gets about the pitch, he scores goals. Why is he not not playing? I'll tell you why he's not playing because he's playing McFred, McTom, McFred. I've got calling McFred now. Fred McTominay and Matic. Why? Why is? Why is Lingard not playing in that midfield? He scores goals. He works, gets around the pitch. He's very mobile. You know, instead of choosing a, a Matic, he's at the end of his career, but they're playing him because he's the best ball player and he can pass the ball and he's comfortable on the ball. The other two, it miss. But Tomine, yes, he's a good player. Every so often. We need it week in, week out. All these ex-Man United players, they, they tell it perfectly. Paul Ince, you know, you can't play for Man United and play Good one week, good the other. It's got to be week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. That's how you stay at Manchester United and be successful. And some of these players, they haven't got a clue. They're, they're pulling the finger at one of the most successful players in the world and they're, they're trying to put the blame on him. Or is it the press? So, you've got, like I say, you've got to take a bit, bit of a pinch of salt, but there is 
issues there at the minute because you can see that Newcastle, Norwich, Wolves at home. These are the teams that you should be blowing away. All right, Wolves are a very good side, but Newcastle, Norwich, come on. Yeah, it, there's a couple of aspects to it. Um, and you reminded me of something, the Paulins uh, conversation we'll have a bit later on. But um, so there's a couple of players who I think probably have a right to be a bit put out. Like Van der Beek hasn't been given a chance. Dean Henderson, right, if you don't want to pick him, that's fine. But let him go out on loan. And Dean Henderson got a leg to stand on. David De Gea is probably the best player. But let him go on loan, isn't it? You've got Tom Heaton. And you've well, got an academy no, you don't have to get let go. You don't have to do anything. He's, he's a contractor of Manchester United players. Who no, actually, I understand that. He could have left but... last year. You know, it's that's that's the game you're in. You know, you, he he's probably starting the season thinking, right? He makes a mistake. I'm in now. I'm not gonna not I'm not gonna say, mm. make the same mistake. But he hasn't, and he's played unbelievable. Yes. So true. Yeah, you, um, you can't argue with that one. You, you can't argue at all. The only thing, yeah, the, like the I think of them, you... no, the rest of them, Lingard, Van der Beek, yes, but you know, they're clearly, you know, this, so I don't know. I don't the know. other aspect of it, mate, is do you think that a lot of these players are so used to win or one win, lose, or draw? Solskjaer comes in and he's wanted to be their mate. Well, you know, that's his management style, he wants to be everyone's friend. I don't, I don't get, I don't get that's another press. Driven thing. Well, I know no, that's what I'm asking. Be as soft as you think he is behind the scenes. Mm. It just won't be. He'll come across all that, but it's just nonsense. Nonsense. Yes, he was a nice guy, and yes, but he's still going to be able to put people in his place. But are you going to be on, you know, eggshells? Are you going to be, you know, um, scared of a backlash from my going to South mm. Probably not. Yeah. Would you, so here, I got a couple of questions for you, and then I'm going to put. The question which Rise just asked in the chat to you, but first and foremost, um, a lot of pundits, and I've seen a few like uh social media type guys saying this week that um, Ronaldo being the focal point is not necessarily a problem, but it's it's not it's meaning that other players are affected by the fact that they've he's the focal point and but my why? thing is that we've, we've why? people haven't we all season but, but he's like one of O'Hara. the best players in the world he scored 13 14 goals no one's even close to him in the squad portugal do it why can't united do it you've got him you use him to the best of your ability that's what good coaches do they don't let the players run the asylum the managers run it the coaches run it you're a player you do what i say if you don't See you later. Yeah. It's simple. You're at Manchester United. You don't dictate to me what you do. The player thinks he could come in here and run this asylum, mate. See you later. It wouldn't happen in Fergie's day. If a player got too big, ta-da. No, it was how many players pretty simple. And now you hear he's playing bitchy moaning. The, the first to be on Twitter or Instagram, you know, saying sorry or putting it, or put it right. It's all bullshit. Put it right on the training ground. By working hard, not by whinging or moaning or complaining or saying you're sorry on Instagram or Twitter. It's all bollocks. You need to work hard on the training ground and then you'll see the results on the pitch. Until then, shut up. All of you, just shut up. I agree completely. Um, so, look, for me, there's 
too many, I'd say, what is it, probably about 85 to 90% of that squad have seen off numerous managers now with their constant bad performances. And so I think I texted to you the other day. It's like, how many times do these players get to get away with these shite performances, this lack of effort, and always live on their past glories? Like, Rashford has not been good now for over 12 months, really. Um, Pogba is Pogba. He hasn't obviously not playing at the moment. Then you've got Luke Shaw was unbelievable last year. Hasn't really been great this year. Same with um, Wan-Bissaka. You've mentioned Maguire. Varane probably hasn't quite settled yet. He's been um, terrible. He's been terrible yeah, since he's, he's come in. He's been disappointing, haven't he? All that, all that CV on his stuff on his CV, and he's been terrible. You know, I mean by terrible, by 10, 15-yard passes, shanking it, giving balls away for goals. You know, you'd expect him to come in and be a stud of a player, and he's not been that. But, you know, this, 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 he needs a partner. And, yeah, he just they when, haven't, he hasn't had one yet. When United signed Ronaldo, mate, I thought, oh, here we go. This could be really big, not just for the club and fans and all that sort of side of it. But I thought him as a focal point with, you know, what any three of Greenwood, Fernandez, Pogba, um, Sancho, Rashford, that any combination of them being the legs and the movement and the moving the ball quick and getting it in behind and in the box and you've got Cavani. I thought that could be the kind of the final piece in the puzzle going forward. And then they've just got to find that central midfielder. But the those players who I've just mentioned, for me, haven't done it. Ronaldo has scored his goals. Ronaldo is doing his job to a certain degree. Fernandez probably hasn't been the same. The one thing I'd say about Fernandez is when he does get dropped, when he comes on, he looks motivated and he'll run around and he'll try hard. He should be. Should be. He's looking pissed off because he's dropped. That's what what he should be. He doesn't care, mate. You come on, like, you come on and think, right, I'm going to put it with so he doesn't drop me. And that's what you should do. He's unlucky, but he should still score. He's in the six-yard box and open, yeah, virtually him. open goal. All you've got to do is hit the net, and he's tried to smash it and hit the bar. Um, Claire says Ronaldo has got high standards, and I think that's he's a bit like uh, well, like all the best players, isn't it? They expect such high standards in training, but you, everything you see, they do. It's, it, oh, you can only learn from Ronaldo. People are watching him. We're not eating cakes. We're not eating this. We're not eating that. But suddenly he's the problem. Yeah. But they're, but they're following the problem a month ago. They were doing what he was doing. Yeah. And now, oh no, he's a problem. It's all, you see what, you've got to take him a pinch of salt. So, with, with, with what's coming out reported, because, you know, I know better than anyone, when it's involved Manchester United, it sells papers, it gets traffic, you know. So, yeah. it's bigger than any other club. It's the biggest club in the world. So, it's always traffic, if it's whatever it is. And at the minute, it's just, it's just gold dust. So, the stories come out of the camp and it needs it needs shutting down so and they, they have to give the manager time and you might have to get rid of 11 players you might have to get rid of bad eggs but you know he will he will know that negativity sells mate doesn't it at the end of the day so on a slightly yeah. more positive note there was you, you only need one bad apple mate in a, no. in a squad you only need one <laughs> if you've got three or four then it's a big problem yeah, I said to my uh, my mate who's a big United fan, I said there's probably five, six, maybe even seven players who I was looking at 
against Wolves and Newcastle, and I was thinking, do you know what? If I'm the manager in the summer, you're off. I I can't believe I haven't mentioned it in a big, big, because I've been critical, very, very critical. But to, and, and I've never played professional football, so to be critical of a professional footballer that, that has played professional football, been out for two years and comes back and plays the way he did, you know, he'll never get never get a complaint off me because Phil Jones was, was, was just immense. And to be out that long for the stick that he took, you know, he was the best player on the pitch, and for for that to be to happen, that that's a worry in itself. But you know, a credit to him, and I just hope he goes on from strength to strength now, and we get the player that we thought he, he would be because he's got pace, he's brave, he's good in the air, he's okay on the ball, he's not brilliant, but he can stride forward with it once he gets a bit of confidence. So, yeah, big big applause for him and big respect for him because. You know, it, it couldn't have been easy, and you no. could see the emotions of him and the crowd are behind him and singing his name. So, and it was probably a good night for him and his family. So, you know, yeah, hundred percent, mate. Like, we, as well. We've talked about it before. We were quite critical of him, kind of earlier in the season, like because he was nowhere near the squad at that point, and he was just, you know, basically collecting his money, and it felt like just, a bit you, like you want to, you, you know, we know what's going to play, on. didn't you? Yeah, you just never know what's going on behind the scenes or what is what's, course, what's yeah. happened. But for, to not play for two years, it's a long time, that 700 odd days to not play. And to play like that. And Wolves are a good side, good centre forward he's played against. And he didn't get a sniff. Yes, his header could have been a bit better. But, you know, for me, McTominay's not marking anyone. He's, he's ran straight into the box, not aware of, of anything on, on the edge of the box. And so it, it was a it, it, the header could have been better. If it, but you know we're not not putting any blame on Phil Jones. He's a great finish by Antonio. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so Rai asked, "What do you think of Phil Jones?" We kind of covered that. Um, Craig Sullivan says, "Is Wayne Rooney waiting for the Everton job or the Manchester United job? Like, which one do you think would be the ideal for him?" If you asked, oh, uh, Everton job. He's an Everton boy. He's an Everton lad. You know, it's a dream to. to and I don't think you know. Of other, I can only go off my experience and when I was playing at Salford and we, we were in trouble and I was playing and um, it was messing about with the manager, the, the, the kind of chairman took over with his mate who was a coach and by October we were in like three points and we were struggling and then I said just let me to take over and I took over and but I would never have done it if it was any other club because it was Salford City, it was a club where, where I was from. I did it, so I don't don't think you could turn down that, that the Everton job. You could probably turn down the Manchester United job because you probably think you you you're good enough and, and believe in yourself that you'll see it again down the road. But at the minute, his hometown club, Everton, you know, yeah, I just don't think you could ever turn something like that down. Man United, you could probably turn down because, like I said, you probably think long haul. Uh, he, he might not. He probably he could he, he think he could do a job, but. I think if there was two jobs available, it would be the other one that he'd take because, you know, once a blue, always a blue and all that. You've never seen yeah. the T shirt. And he's an Everton lad through and through. His family's Everton through and through. So yes, he's a Manchester United fan and his, and his kids are at Manchester, United, but you know, Everton's really at heart. At the end of the day as well, Everton have got a bit of cash in their club now as well. So like 
I think the attraction for him, particularly sort of at the moment, to go in there and be the guy who brings success back to the football club with a big. And they're not bringing in someone. And they're not bringing in someone who, who's got a big net. They're bringing someone who's doing a really, 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 really good job. We've talked about this. They are going to get out of it. They will get out of it. And Probably to do that, it would be unbelievable. So with the squad he's got and, and, and the, the numbers that he has and the point deduction, you know, it, it would be a massive, massive achievement and, you know, a big feather in the cap for Wayne Rooney. If... Um... If Derby stay up, Wayne Rooney is automatically manager of the year for me. Like, well, no if, if he kept Derby up and, and Everton keep continuing the way they're doing, you there's can see him. A good chance he in, yeah, there's people still there that he knows. Obviously, Ken Cartwright is still there, who he obviously know. So they'll see that, and and they'll be they'll jump right on it if if they think that, that he's ready, because you know it's Wayne Rooney. Like, I could imagine Rooney in charge with Duncan Ferguson as part of his back backroom. Oh yeah, yeah. You can see it, can you? Can visualise it straight away. Everton fans, yeah. A couple of questions on United met from the peeps. Uh, Gaz said, "What about Jones and Varane as uh, the centre back?" Yeah, I would definitely got. I would definitely have a look at that. I would have a look at uh, Jones and Bay as well. I would even have a look at Jones and Lindelof. Because Lindelof and Maguire are the same player, I would, I would, yeah. Because Jones did a really, really good job. Just got to be careful that you know if he does make a mistake, people don't yeah. jump on it because uh, he will years. probably make a mistake at some point. Hopefully, he doesn't. But you know, it like was... I say, he's got pace. He can he, he he can read the game. He's experienced now. He's been at the club a long time. He's won stuff. So. People yeah. forget, like, when Phil Jones signed for United, it wasn't just Fergie who rated him. Everybody rated him. He was in the yeah, England yeah, squad. He was one it of was the, the most highly rated English was, defenders was, yeah. for years. Was, yeah, when put, people put a label like that on him, it, it's, you know, it's, it's added, pressure, isn't it? <clears throat> excuse me, it's added pressure. You know, Brian Robson. Hundred <clears throat> percent, mate. Uh, and then there was uh, another question said, uh, Rye said, um, as a United fan, what would your starting eleven be uh, for the next game? Um, um, obviously De Gea, um, Luke Shaw. I would have Phil Jones and Varane. And would you have Wan Bissaka? Would have Dalot. Hard that isn't it? I would have Dalla. I'd have Dalla. Um, I it would be uh, Matic, McTominay, uh, Bruno Fernandez. Um, um. Sancho on the right, Ronaldo on the front, Cavani on the left. Interesting, I like it. Um, I noticed you left out uh, Greenwood and Rashford. Gaz asked, um, "Do you think they've Rashford not been playing? Been... They've not been playing great, mate. No. So that's the, that's why I put out. I put Sancho on there. He's not been playing great, but he's been playing on the left. So you know, let's play him where he, he was dominant for Dortmund. He scored them goals and the mm. assists. Let's put him on the right. Let's play him where 
you know, he had success instead of being like Sancho at least looks like he's motivated to try. Like every time I've seen him play, he looks like yeah. he's given hundred percent. Uh Gaz says, Is Rashford distracted by off the field? Uh, I don't I don't no, yeah, yes, he does all that stuff, but no, I don't believe so. He's got a team of people that deal with it. So, you know, he does the, 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 yes, the main stuff or when you've got to show your face, but, you know, behind the scenes, you know, he ain't writing essays or doing stuff. It's, you know, his brothers do it. So I think his brothers look after him as well, I think. Yeah. So, well, yeah, like he's probably doing all that. So he's not playing well. He's not yeah. playing well. His body, his body, his body, uh, What's the word? Body language. His body language is not good. You know, loses the ball, shoulders, the way he walks. You know, should be running everywhere. Boom! You watch Salah, you watch Mane. You know, we don't see that from him, and it's it's a shame because he is a he has got talent. He has got talent, but we're not seeing it in the minute. We're not no. seeing it. Um. So. I want to talk a little bit about Cardiff West Brom very quickly. So um, Cardiff were all right for a small portion of the game, but the thing which really annoyed me was um, West Brom's goal was uh, it was reminiscent of the Chelsea goal when they played Cardiff in the Premier League a few years back. It was so far offside, it was ludicrous. Like it was so that like, yards offside, and there were two players offside as well. But then right at the end. In injury time, it was one all, and then right in the, at the end, West Brom should have had a stonewall penalty, and the referee didn't give it. And then the whistle, final whistle's gone. There's a scuffle. Aidan Flint gets sent off. It's been revoked. Um, and I think one of the West Brom players got sent off as well. But then the ref, the, the West Brom uh, manager, um, Mr. Uh, Ishmael, I think his name is, comes storming on the pitch like as if he's giving it the big eye, I'm screaming and shouting at the ref, remonstrating and all this. And I was like, look, yes, it's a penalty to West Brom. Should have been. Of course it should have. But also, it should have been 1-0 to Cardiff because their goal was... And this is what frustrates me about these incidents, these these managers, the refereeing. Like, it wasn't just a poor decision. It was just an awful decision. But the, the managers always conveniently forget these big ones that they get and they focus on the big ones they didn't get. And I just thought it came off all a bit childish and a bit petulant. Um, yeah, it's one of them. We've all seen it, you know, man, um, managers, players, emotions, I suppose, isn't it? But yeah, embarrassing nonetheless. Um, I think it was Donna just asked you, uh, Rodri, do you think Cardiff are going to stay up? Um, There's a simple one-word answer to that, mate. I think for some. Yeah, no, but I'm just I'm, look, I'm just looking at the the table. Hull City. Well, we've talked about this before. We think Derby's going to get out of it, aren't we? Yeah. They're only eleven points from safety now. Jesus. And they have what twenty odd games left. Unbelievable, mate. Still. I know. Yeah. So. Um, if they carry on with that, they're going to get out. So I think Barnsley, Peterborough, you know, it's going to be a dogfight, isn't it? It's going to be a fight all the way to the end by looks of it between six teams. So unless anyone else gets dragged into it, Birmingham, Swansea, I suppose Luton, 
but you know one of um one of the only players who can cross a football for Cardiff in Ryan Giles has been recalled to Wolves, which I think is massive. Um, the good thing is say... with, with 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 the good thing is with Cardiff they win two games to three yeah. games they go to twelfth thirteenth yeah. or so. Oh yeah, it's the championship and it's madness. Yeah, you you win a Tuesday and a Saturday and you 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 bum you out of it. So, but they have to start doing that. It's like so saying um, it. Leslie wants to know, whilst you've got the championship table up, uh, do you think Middlesbrough will make the playoffs this year after they just yes. missed out last year? Yes, yes, Middlesbrough will make the playoffs. Chris Wilder's got him. Yeah, they got the right uh, manager and everything. Yeah, and it, you know, it helps with the manager that's been in before because you usually yes. get players that can get promoted. So you'll have the, the right personnel in there. Yes, you'll probably bring his own couple, but it's already set for for. for Promotion, if you know, if you go off Neil Warnock's history, yeah, hundred percent. I think, um, like Will, uh, yeah, Will's made a comment there. He said the West Brom managers reacted the way he did because he's under pressure, and like West Brom are under a bit of pressure. You know, they would have been expected to go up. They've got the teams around them. Have got a game or two in hand. It's all very close because it's the championship. It's unbelievable. It's so, um, it's so close in the championship. Anyone can beat anyone. Um, I was particularly impressed with Bournemouth against Cardiff the other week. I think they look like they're going to be the team to go up. Uh, yeah, I like I like Scott Parker. I've always liked him as a player. I like the way he speaks as well. Excuse me. And um, yeah, I think Bournemouth have been the best. Look at Fulham. Club Fulham look decent as well. To be fair, and Blackburn. Mate, I've been saying Blackburn for the last three years. I'm glad they're finally doing it because if you look at their squad on paper. Um, the mix of proven championship players, young players, uh, international players. They got a really good squad. And I think it was the season before last, they just went on this incredible run towards the end of the season. And I tipped them to go up the following season and they just didn't really get going. So I'm glad to see them up there because I think um, one of my close friends is a is a hardcore Blackburn fan and I'd like to see him get to... Uh, enjoy the fruits of the Premier League again. It's been a long time for him. But um, Craig says, uh, 20 years ago today was Cardiff City versus Leeds in the FA Cup. Were you there, Rodri? I was there. Cardiff versus Leeds? No, I wasn't. That would have been tasty, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was very tasty. Uh, Of course, Alan Smith got sent off. Cardiff 1-2-1. Scott Young scored the the winner. Mayhem. Where was that in your part, that then? Oh, yeah. Pitch invasion, Sam and Man were walking around the pitch, Graham Kavanagh free kick as well. It's a beautiful day. Oh, one of my favourite days that was. Uh, follow it like football, just following football. It was one of my favourite days. Um, Kieran Trippier has agreed, or they've agreed a fee of 12 million with uh, Atletico Madrid. He's undergoing a medical and negotiating a two and a half year contract. Are you surprised that United don't want to pay twelve million for Kieran Trippier, considering how close he was to uh, going to United in the summer? Seemingly, yeah, it's just that it's some, something. I thought it was literally because I obviously know a, a couple of people who were, who were friends with him, and it was literally a, a done deal. United, and it, something went wrong, and then yeah, he's obviously ended up at Newcastle. So. Great signing for Newcastle. You know, England international can play left back, play right back. 
very offensive, got a great delivery, good dead, dead balls as well, free kicks down the box, left or so, right. Straight away, mate. Got, so you've got Trippier. Outside the box. So, yeah, it's a good player, be on good wages there. So, yeah, yeah it's a good move for Newcastle. Very you've good got Tri Trippier coming in at 12 million. Juve, the Juve manager said Aaron Ramsey is going to be leaving with Juve. Uh, Newcastle are currently favourites because he's turned down Burnley. Um, I would expect Aaron Ramsey to, unless a top club comes in, like a top four, four or five club comes in. Yeah, you, you would think so. There's, there's a project happening there, and, and yes, it's going to be difficult at the start, but it's only probably this season where they're going to probably really struggle. It's going to be a fight, but you know, at least they're playing for something. You got to get and get these players out of relegation, and. Um, you know these these players will be like gods down there. It's, it's, it's a big club like Newcastle. It's obviously one club city, and they love the football there. So yeah, you do well there, and they look after you. Yeah, hundred percent. The um, I think you add Trippier, you add Rob Ramsey, you add Jesse Lingard to that squad straight away. Those three players Coutinho, make a massive possibly. difference, mate. Well, Coutinho apparently is going to Aston Villa. Yeah, Steve no, Gerrard yeah. I, using I think, his, I think uh, that's that's the pull. That you have when you're Steven Gerrard, because unbelievable. Yeah, honestly, he won't he won't be going there. Steven Gerrard wasn't there. I was shocked when I saw that because you know, I people you, sleep on Villa though, mate. Villa's a yeah. big, big, big club. You know, they've won the Champions League, uh, European Cup, whatever you call it. But people sleep on Villa. Villa are the biggest club by far in in the in the Midlands. In the Midlands people yeah. argue about that, but it's a fact. So yeah. And the other thing is, we've talked about it before, is people don't want to move to Newcastle because it's so cold. It's so far away. Mate, it's just what it is. Mate, it's a fact, mate, it's isn't it? freezing. It's freezing. I've, I've talked about it so many times. We always end up there. Uh, if it was Sunderland, Middlesbrough, Newcastle, either the Christmas period or early January. And you can't feel your toes by the time you get down. Because you're so high up and then the game finishes. On your way down, you cannot feel your toes. It's freezing. But, yeah, you've seen it there when they all went there. When Kevin Keegan was there, Aspino, Aspino Spillia, you know, with tights on, the biggest pair of gloves, snoods. Even snoods weren't flipping about then. So, yeah, it's a, it's a very, very cold place. But it's Scotland, isn't it? Scotland, where? Yeah. It's like, nowhere near Scotland, Scotland, but it's, you know what I mean. The um, so I think those players to Newcastle would be incredible. Richie makes an interesting comment. He said Aaron Ramsey would be a good asset at Manchester United. Plenty of experience, a good player on his day. Okay, I made I said this numerous times. If our, if you could guarantee Aaron Ramsey stayed fit, he's easily good enough to be a top European world. Uh, yeah, top European see, that, that's, that, that's the problem. That's the problem why they probably didn't sign or uh, go near Gareth Bale. Obviously, they've got a person they can speak to in Ryan and asking him, and they're not going to go near Aaron Ramsey because, um, yeah, because of that reason, he's not reliable. Yes, when he is, if he play, like if you guarantee 40 games, yes, you sign him with an heartbeat, but you don't get that. No, um, I think uh, Todd Cantwell being linked with Newcastle, I think now's the time for Todd Cantwell to leave Norwich. He's so, um, he's got so much potential to be a top, top midfielder. But I think he needs to make that move now. He doesn't want to get relegated again. If I was him, I'd be wanting to go in. Yeah, agree. That these the yeah agree. These are the people need to be going for 
Campbell, you know, maybe even cost, uh, have an inquiry about Conor Gallagher, you know. Yes, mate, yeah. Good shout, Barry. These, these players that need to, that need to be looking at now. I think um, Campbell to Newcastle is a perfect mood for a uh, perfect move for him because if it goes well, but the club doesn't, the project doesn't progress, he can move on to a bigger club. If it doesn't go well, you know he's at a big club and he can go somewhere else and get a decent wage. If it goes well, and, and the project goes well, well. paid as it goes there, won't he? Yeah, exactly that. I think it's a good move. But I am uh, watching. Aston Villa with interest because, like I said, I was shocked to see Coutinho looks like he's going to go there because if you'd asked me where Coutinho was going to go, Aston Villa probably wouldn't have been that high up on the list. But Gerard, well, it, like w- it would be for the simple reason that because Gerard plays him, he's got a relationship with him. But you wouldn't have expected him to go to a club 13th in the Premier League on paper, would you? It, like you no, no, I understand that, but this is the, the pull I say that of Stephen Gerrard. Mm. You know, people forget the uh, respect these players massively because he's played with him, and Stephen Gerrard was a top, top, top player, and it looks like he's going to be a top, top, top coach as well. So, do you know what? You know, I might someone... have sold him a project and say, "Listen, we're going to be up there. This is what mm. what's happening. We're bringing you in. We're going to bring him in," and so that's all it takes. I saw someone on social media suggest that um, Luis Suarez looks like he's going to be leaving Spain. Um, and he said he wants to go to America to play with Messi eventually. But obviously Messi's at Paris now. And um, I saw this person on social media suggest maybe Suarez will go to Villa for a, for a year, 18 months before he yeah, goes to America. It's a difficult one, that. Because the wages, got Ings, I think, isn't it, with him? They've got Ings, they've got Ollie Watkins. So... No, too young. No, Ings isn't young, but you know he's he's proven goal scorer. And Watkins is a young, uh, bright young player. So, yeah, I I don't see that happening just because they've got the players in place for that. They they, they don't need them. Wouldn't you have Suarez over? And I I rate Ardy Watkins really. I think yes, you would. But what I'm saying is, mate, it's difficult to to get rid of these players. Are you? You know, if you, you get rid of one, then. But Ings has only just got there, and, and Ali Whitkins is not going to get rid of him because he's a young, you know, up and coming English player. So mm, yeah. I just don't see it. It's interesting. I um, Newcastle have been linked with you know nearly everyone, so I think it's uh, it's one of them. But like, do you think United United will sell anyone in January? Like anyone of Marshall, if the right offer comes in. Oh, what was the? I saw someone. Uh, Barcelona were linked with Martial. In a swap deal for, oh, what's his name, uh, Dembele, going to United. Yeah. Would uh, you check that? Get anyone in for him. Anyone, get him out. Interesting. See, because I don't think Dembele's done a great deal for Barca. Obviously, came no, in but change of scenery. You know, he, what did he come for? Hundred odd million or something daft like that. Unbelievable. So no, he's, he's obviously a player in there. Let's like, change the scenery. Let's have a look at him. Yeah. Can't be any worse than Martial, mate, at the moment. Martial's not no, even in the squad at the moment, is he? So yeah, he's always, he's kind of one of things. He's on the bench. When he does come on, he doesn't do anything. So so we got a couple of Middlesbrough people in the chat. Is it colder in Middlesbrough or Newcastle? Someone tell me that. I want to know. Um, it's the same, isn't it? It's the same. same. How, Mid- far away, right? How far away is it? Middlesbrough's freezing as well. 
because it's just uh, Middlesbrough. The ground is like um, concrete. Uh, it's, it's where it, Middlesbrough just had the, the new ground built, but it's like in the middle of nowhere, so it's all open and it's freezing. It's freezing. And Newcastle's cold because it's up in the flipping gods. Yeah. So, so uh, but Thomas, I, I remember them both being freezing. I couldn't feel my yeah. toes on both occasions. So, yeah. Every time I've gone to Sunderland, Middlesbrough or Newcastle come away getting chased off penguins. It's that cold. It's freezing. <laughs> Um, Donna says, do you think it's crazy that fans can't watch live sport in Wales, but they can travel over the border and go and watch in England? It's ridiculous, isn't it? What do you think? It's what like, do you uh, think, Donna? Just madness, mate. That yeah. Cardiff fans can go and travel to watch Cardiff away, but they can't go and yeah. watch them in Cardiff. People spoke in Cardiff, what are you doing in New Year's Eve? Uh, we got to London. Could go to oh, England. Yeah, all right. Nice and the, the the Welsh Rugby Union are going to play the Six Nation home games at Wembley. And it's like, right, so you're going to do that because of COVID and you're going to get 50,000 oh, Welsh people much, to travel Irish. up there. It's just too much. It's too much. Good on, good on Novak, that's all I'm saying. Good on him. Yeah. But, mate, tell you what, it takes balls to... Good to, on him. Um, ...to stick. So, because they've hung him out to dry from a media point of view. So, like... Takes balls because he could have a, a lesser person or someone who's not as driven would have said, oh, "I'll just do it." Yeah, but you need to you need to go into the history of Novak Djokovic. He's very health driven. He's very very health driven, and he's not going to stick something in his body that's that's clearly not been tested. It does make me laugh. It's like no one's going to be forced to do it, but then if you don't do it, you can't do anything. It's very. Um... Shady, shady, mate. Shady is um, uh, caps in YouTube chat, mate. He's still there. No, he's back. Uh, we he'll be back in a second. Um, so yeah, we got about uh, 15 or 20 minutes to go. So get your questions in uh, now. Um, and I'll use this opportunity as well while we wait for him to come back to uh, say, uh, we launched uh, just after the new year our, our Patreon members only uh, channel. Loads of exclusive content and shows there, uh, stuff that will never be uh, see the light of day from a public point of view. We uh, we did our first live show last night, which is the return of our adult comedy podcast, The Boot of the Limp, which was myself and uh, stand-up comedian Barry Phillips, which was an absolute whale of a time. So you can uh, check that out for as little as a price of a cup of coffee per month uh, to support the channel. But at Caps, mate, uh, on YouTube, he says Dembele is very injury-prone. Would you take that into account when considering a swap deal for Martial? Uh, you're muted, mate. don't know if... Uh... Okay, Rodri's having a few uh, technical issues a minute. Um yeah, look, fair play to Novak Djokovic. At the end of the day, he gets he gets to decide whether he wants to have a vaccination or not. Um, I just think it's a real shame from a sporting point of view that someone who's won the Australian Open, I think, nine times uh, hasn't or isn't going to get to defend his his uh, his title. I think that's a real shame, and I think it's unfortunate um, that he's not getting that opportunity. I think. Ultimately, 
should be up to the individual. And I think it's a real shame for the Australian Open. Uh, right, you good, mate? Yeah, yeah. Um, good. Right, uh, Caps on uh, YouTube. He said Dembele is very injury prone. So would you like? Would you take that into consideration when considering a Martial swap deal? No, just talked about me and the Aaron Ramsey thing. Don't you? You want someone who's reliable. Yeah, someone who's injured every two minutes. You just can't get any good. You just can't. Yeah, it's no good. Interesting. Um, so we'll look what else we got in the comments. Uh, Craig says, What do you think of the Liverpool calling off the Carlin Cup game due to COVID? They played the kids in the earlier rounds and seasons, and then a, a, it's a two leg game. Do you think Liverpool were wrong to even ask for a postponement, especially when teams were kicked out in the earlier rounds for failing to play? Yeah. So. I'll just say one thing quickly, mate, before I get your take on it. Um, if it was any other competition, I think I would say, no, you know, you've got to give him the benefit of the doubt and let him have it called off. However, when it's the Carling Cup and you've played your kids all the way up to this and now that it's the semi-final, you want to bring in the big guns, that's where I think there's a problem from a sporting point of view. You've been happy to play the kids, so play the kids. Don't just now decide you want to bring in the big guns because it's got to the business end of the season. I just think that that makes it a little bit different. Um, but I understand it. I understand why. But yeah, when you've had teams kicked out for failing to play earlier in the rounds, in the, those early rounds, teams who couldn't field a team just were out. So it's a tricky one. What do you think? Yeah, it's just one of the things. If it's, um, you know, one of them things if it wasn't a, a Liverpool they probably won't get away with it so but you know lots of teams recently have been have been called off so you can't really you can't really say anything that, that, yeah so yeah. some small teams it, have been forced to play mate yeah, it's, it? we talked it's, about the other day yeah it's just unlucky like, you know just unlucky yes it should be one rule for one and one for the other but we quite clearly know that's not how the world works so yeah, yeah, it's, it should be the same for from a sporting point of view. The com competition should be the same for everyone, yeah, shouldn't it? Like but... It should be for MPs to stay indoors and not have cheese and wine. Of course, you know, people do what they want. Yes, that's it. I, I do think that they probably should have been told play your kids, but I understand that. Um, it's just there's going to be a lot of games to play in a short space of time, so and they might have to be... play the kids, so yeah, um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Novak Djokovic, back to him, by the way. Um, I think it's a real shame for the Australian Open for tennis fans because he's the defended champion. He's won that tournament more than he's won any other tournament. He's won it nine times. So for him to miss out is a real big blow to the tournament. And I wouldn't be surprised if some players kind of say, do you know what? I'm not going to play. I Just out of solidarity. Yeah, by the some of the players are, are, are sticking a knife in, you know, it can't be one rule for one and one for the other. So, you know, yeah, they're the ones who think they've got a chance of winning it, probably. They're probably happy that he's not there. So, but, you know, he's quite clear in his stance. I'd like to say before I got cut off, you can read his book, it's really good. You know, he's a, he doesn't eat meats, and he, you know, it's, it's very detailed, but, you know, he's, he's, he looks after his body. Mm. And um, he's careful what he puts in his body. So, 
No, he's, everyone's got this. This is what I'm saying. This is what everyone has got a right to do what they want. And if you haven't done what the majority want you to do, then you get vilified for it, or you know, lambasted, or you know, you're a criminal, or something along them lines. No, I've seen some horrendous just, comments. Yeah, it's just not having a job. It's you know, I'm clearly the same because I'm not having one. I will not have one. So, you know. It's uh, now the team, you know, <clears throat> we made, paid for a load of, of, of tests and, and now they're back to lateral flow tests. So, if you want to go yeah. to the airport, so I'll just wait another six months until they change again, off. mate. Yeah, so yeah, you know, I'm not having no job. I don't need, I don't, yeah, it's just my choice. Yeah, 100%. Um, uh, so Caps has just asked you about um, Phil Phil Jones's performance the other night. I know we talked about it earlier, Caps, but you must have missed that part of the show at the start. Um, but if you want to just give a quick sixty second rundown of just like, why like, you thought it was so good, like I said before, to be out of the and not play for seven hundred and and odd days, you know, it's a credit to him and to be the the best play on the pitch. It's it's the credit to him, and you, you see the emotions as he's walking off, and he'll never get a, <coughs> excuse me, he'll never get a bad word by by me again because I've been critical of him, but to have that mental strength and to play that well, um, yes, the header could have been better, but you know you can't blame him for that. Like I said, we've already addressed that, so yeah, he's been brilliant, and, and hopefully he carries it on because we need the centre half. We, we've need we've needed the centre half for years now, and have we got had him all the time? So yes, he's a bit more experienced now. He might not be as, as erratic. Uh, so just be careful if, if he does make a mistake. Mistake, people don't get on his back and lambast him because it probably will happen. But you know, let's not forget he's not a robot. He's, he's a human being. Yeah, so he course. will make mistakes. But yeah, big credit to him. Big applause and 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 rightly so. His name's being chanted as he walks off. Yeah, it's interesting. I um. I just think it takes. You must have a really strong mentality to be able to come out and put that performance on. Just be capable of it from a mental yeah. point of view. Yeah, it is, it, you know, I'm happy for him. Happy for him and his and his family because it's probably been tough and and they're probably nervous about his performance, thinking, oh, if he, you know, if he has a bad one here, it could be all, it could be even worse. But mm. it's gone the other way. And you know, it can to see the help. emotion as well when they when he come yeah. off, yeah. and the fans are shouting his name, yeah. like to see it, it just, visibly see. Yeah, it. it's just something that he'd probably never thought he'd hear again. And and you know, say what you want about United fans, but them Stratford Enders, them uh, loyal fans, and once they know you're playing and you're playing for Man United, you will get supported. So, especially when you give hundred percent and stick where your head, where some people won't, which he will. And yeah. he's a brave centre half. Like I say, he's mobile. He's okay on the ball. And yeah, hopefully, you know, he plays much more games and, and continues the performance he did. Yeah, and I think um, all football fans, if you give a hundred percent, they'll generally stick with you. Certainly for the the start or the you know the majority. They, if you give, they can see players willing to put their body on the line and stuff like that. It's um, you know they'll get stuck in, but it's it's when you get those players walking about. Shrugging their shoulders when they give the ball away, and they seemingly do not give two shits whether they, you know, what, what, what's happening. I think they're the, that's when fans get frustrated, and rightly so. Um, Craig says, um, 
what did you think about the darts and the Sheepshiger chance against Garen Price? It re received nearly 200 complaints. Is it right or wrong? And if they say it's wrong, what will Cardiff City fans sing? Because they sing Sheepshaggers constantly. Yeah, it's not. Um, you're in England. You're playing the Welsh, Welsh bloke who's world number one, by the way. So they're going to do anything to try and get under your skin. And, you know, he's a big, he's a big boy. I'm sure he can handle it. Yeah. And, and I think one of his first comments afterwards was something like, um, something, you know, something about, like, come, come play in Wales next time or, you know, something along those lines. And it'd be exactly the same, mate, OK? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, part exactly. and parcel of yeah. it. I'm sure... There was one or two people within that crowd that went too far and said something probably a bit too yeah. distasteful. Hey, they get, on they the get whole, there early doors, they're all steaming, pints yes. drunk for fun. You, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get that crap. You're gonna get. But that was the best. That's the best thing about going to the football is when you've got the away fans and the home fans, the loud, the most vocal part of the home stadium together, and they're going back and forth, taking the mick out of each other. You don't, re you don't really the... see it as much now. You no, know? you but don't, because they get split you, up. You, you usually used to get like little pots of fans who would be steaming, but yeah, obviously the away fans, but you don't really get it as much now. So yeah, but that, used to, that banter is what makes the atmosphere, uh, football yeah. darts or whatever it may be. And yeah, I think exactly. sometimes people lack a sense of humour when it comes to these things. It's like, well, come on. you know, we live in a snowflake, a PC world, mate. Yeah. It? So, um, but, like I say, Gerwin's a he's a big boy. You can handle it. Yeah. And yeah, in answer to Craig's question, is it right or wrong? I say, oh, look, we all know there's a line where you've kind of got a you've got to draw the line of what can be said. But my line. Is probably way different to other people's lines. Yeah, I get, because... I get that all, I get that all the time. It's all from, from my mates and pals because you know I'm Welsh, so yeah. they always mention sheets. But you know, I give as good as I get, so I don't worry. Right. Yeah, we all love sheep. What's, what's the problem? <laughs> what's, what's going on? Ah, uh, right. Um, so you've got about ten minutes to get your questions in, people. So if you would like to do so, please do. Um, this Sunday as well, I got the fight show with the uh, former world champion Danny Batten, and we're joined by Bellator's or Bellator star Linton the Swarm Vassal. Really looking forward to that one. Fresh off his uh, his victory before Christmas, um, and uh, we've uh, arranged for some big names coming up over the next few weeks as well. So looking forward to that. And of course, my story returns next Tuesday. Um, so we've got lots of the content is coming fast. And furious, but um, let's let's have a look at the the weekend's fixtures, mates, and see uh, see what we fancy. See see what's uh, going down, as it were. Um, FA Cup weekend. What's the FA Cup memories for you? Like, there's I know there's the obvious one with Ryan scoring the goal against Arsenal, but maybe like away from the more famous ones, is there any which stick out for you? Like one United one, which always sticks out for me, is the. Um, the Cantona goal, um, Liverpool. The, no, well, the Liverpool volley, but there's a, another one he did. I forget who it's against now. Um, yep, like same. a volley, volley on the edge of the box, and he kind of comes out and he tees it up oh, on the yeah, full, yeah. and then yeah. volleys it as yeah, well. He was that just was against Wimbledon, that. 
Yes, that's it. Yeah, that would. Uh, do you know what? I think I tagged you in it, didn't I, the other day actually on yeah. Facebook? Like he, um, some of the tackles, mate. It was like Vinnie Jones and John Fashnu versus Keane and well, Ince. And... Vinnie Jones is trying to kill him. Yeah, he's trying to wind him up, and he yeah. Keane. Yeah. But there, there was one from Fashnu on. I think it was on Roy Keane, and he just come two footed into the back of him. Wasn't even a booking, and it was just a brutal, yeah, was, brutal it, game. It, no, this is the, this is why you, you couldn't really do that to that Man United side. They, 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 yes, you could try, but you know, Steve Bruce, Gary Pallister, uh, Paulins, yeah, um, Roy Keane, you're not Eric Cantona, Mark Hughes. Come on, you, you're not. You're gonna you could try, and that's what they tried to do. But yeah, you know, some teams that, and you do you you do that. As a as a player yourself, when you're playing against a better team, let's get stuck into these and see if they fancy it. If they don't, sweet. But if they do, then you know, good luck to us. But and you know, obviously, we wouldn't have got stuck in, <laughs> probably yeah. stuck in. But United were experienced and and just Dennis Irwin as well. Yeah, they had a, a array of experienced players. So in, in that in that squad, so yeah, they, they weren't going to intimidate them. They tried. Eric Cantona wasn't getting involved. I'm pretty sure if it was a one-on-one, I'd fancy Eric every 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 day of the week because yeah. then it was a big character. Yes, Vinnie Jones is a big character, but you, you probably think he's all, you know, he's all hot air. Where Eric was a big, big guy and a, he can handle himself. So um, yeah, he seems like both. the sort of guy, mate, who if you pissed him off, he would just glare at you. Well, I mean, and you'd have second thoughts. There was a story. It was a true story that. Um, I don't know if it was in Leeds or it was in France. But anyway, some three lads have, 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 have tried to mock him or something and he's ended up blitzing all three of them. So, all on the, on the floor. So, he's, yeah, he can handle himself. But, you know, he's, he's a, the poet, you know. Yeah. Trawlers we'll in the sea with sardines and all that. Like <laughs> get involved in violence. Well, um, Unless it's someone sat there abusing his mum. He's just going to fly yeah. and kick him in the head. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Still, when you watch that, it's still mental to see like yeah, just him flying through the air. But um, you know, like you mentioned about like there'll be plenty of those tackles going in this weekend in the FA Cup, where people will see if these if the players in the Premier League and the Championship, the lower te- lower league teams will be having a go to see if they fancy it. Because you assume know if they don't fancy it in yeah. the first few minutes. It's it's stand it's a standard procedure. Let's get stuck into these. We let these play. It's going to be a long day for us. Let's get stuck right into them. And let's see what they're about. It's it's very simple. Um, so yeah, Craig's just reminded me in the promo for the show. I said we were going to talk about Christian Eriksen, but then I took it off on a different direction at the start. Um, so Christian Eriksen has come out. He said he wants to be, uh, he wants to be in the World Cup in this well, whenever it is next Christmas. So a year from now. Heart. 40 degree, mind you, it's oh, I know, mate. Can you imagine of all the World Cups to go back to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back in, in like. But he look, his contract with Inter Milan's been cancelled from December by mutual consent because he can't play in Italy because his defibrillator is against the rules. Um, there's been so he's training alone. I think he's training with one of his childhood clubs at the moment. But um, there's been talk of him coming back to the Premier League. Um, do you think first and foremost? he will come back and be at the level he was at or near the level he was at before? Well, I is think it's mentally tested and he's fine to come back. I don't know what the story is of Italy over there, but 
you know, something to do with the rules. Weird rule where you can't play unless you've been jabbed once. So, is that right? Yeah, because Chris Smalling has not been jabbed, and for him to carry on playing, he had to be jabbed at least once. Jeez. So why once? Why can't? What? 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 It's just yeah. So, um, so I think, um, yeah. It's if you're medically tested and then it's it's safe and a doctor saying yeah you're good to go, you know. And and obviously the doctors around him and the physios around him know his medical history. What's the problem? Yeah, I just. You know, like you said that you mentioned the heat and stuff like uh, that Qatar World Cup, that would worry me for obviously it's hard, isn't it? Because like obviously we all remember the scenes from the Euros and it's not that yeah, long ago. It's, it's it's his choice, mate. It's his choice. Of course it is. Of course, he's absolutely. Medically, if he's medically tested and, and passed to fit to play, then why not? You know, it could it could spring uh, a lot of uh, people who, who thought they could never play it before and start playing again. So, yeah, as long as you like, but it's just, you have to be careful. As long as it's the right people there and know your history, and you know these medical staff that they've got on these teams now, are second to none. So, if something did happen, I'm pretty sure they'd be able to be able to help him pretty quick. But yeah, it's his choice. He wants to play football, then you know. Yeah, good. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Like if it's, if he wants to do it and he's been cleared and stuff, and look. You don't want to be playing football by someone saying, no, you can't play, but you yeah. can. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years ago, mate, Daily Blind and um, Christian Eriksen would have had to have finished because they wouldn't have had that technology to, you know, the yeah. little mini defibrillators and stuff. So yeah. if the doctor's okay, I guess, you know, you got to go with them. you got to go with the medical advice, haven't you? And if, if him and his family and his wife and all the people he will have talked to, if they are all on board and he's on board, yeah. then good luck to him. I, I think, look, how how amazing would it be to see him back in a Danish shirt playing football at the highest level? It'd be sensational. Yeah. But, yeah, it would. Um, the way I just saw a question. Someone put a question in. Uh, where's it gone? Uh, oh, Gaz said, what do you think of Neves being linked to United today? Is he the answer to their problems? Who? Neves from Wolves. Neves. Is he the yeah, holding midfielder? I forget. Oh, is that all the long hair? I think so, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah no, the one with like, I, the hairband. Yeah, no, I no, I think they've got their eyes set on uh, someone in that position. But, um, yeah, he'd definitely be a, be a player that you'd, you'd, you'd an upgrade to what we've got anyway. But I think they, they've got their eyes set on Declan Rice, so... A lot of money, a lot of money. Ruben Neves, that's the one. Um, yeah, look, I think he's very, very good. But like I say, um, we've talked about this before, mate. He, he might have identified people in Russia or somewhere. Else yeah, well, yeah, Russia. So, um, I'd argue, and like I was just about to say, is like Caps has just said there, Ruben Neves is not the paciest, and I would argue that what United need. Is someone who's got a bit of bite can can move yeah, the ball I, around, I, I, I but also a bit of pace. I, I know he's got a pace, but you know he's a he's a ball keeper. He's, he's, he starts play off. He, he, yeah, he can play football, and but that's the type of person that we need. The glue, uh, a player who can just go in that space and, and yeah, and just orchestrate. 
Yeah, and I think ultimately as well, I do think that Ralph Ranyak will Ranyak will have you know there's German Russian these sorts of leagues. I think he will probably already have a handful of African players in as mind. well. These Africans, you know, there's some decent ones out there as well. You'll yeah, see that. 100%. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that, mate. I've got to say. Yeah. Um, Matthew says, got to shoot. Great show, guys. Take care. Stay safe. Anyone who's not signed up to Patreon yet, get involved because it's definitely worth it. There you go. That's straight from Matthew there. Nice one, Matthew. Appreciate you joining us as always. Um, there was another question I was going to put to you and I can't find it. But... Uh, oh yeah, Matt, uh, Craig said about um, uh, Christian Erickson, you know, people have run marathons and other things after doing it, you know, after having heart attacks and stuff like that. So it's not, I would argue that running, a, is a running a marathon the same as professional sport? I don't know. It depends how you run it, doesn't it? It's high sprint, it's high intensity, isn't it? So, you know, to do marathon, it's just like a, a steady jog. Yes, it's endurance. Uh, so, it's still stressed on the heart. So but I think endurance at a high speed, stop, start, you know, the marathon. It's, it's People all do it though, don't they? Both, they're, yeah, they're both, you know, I'm not no doctor or physio, I'm pretty sure they're both, you know, but fitness, health, eating right, drinking right, you know, that's got to help. Pretty I noticed sure it's, um, it's all this. Yeah, 100%. I noticed um, that. Uh, Liverpool could be releasing Nico Williams uh, and then uh, Nathaniel Phillips in January in the transfer window. I have to say, if there is any way in this in this world that Cardiff can get Nico Williams on loan till the end of the season, they should they should move heaven and earth to do so because he's exactly what they need. Yeah, bit of pace, I don't, I don't bit of quality. Want... I think he's too good for him. Yeah, okay, he's too good for the championship. Bubble, mate, but I think if he's going to go anywhere, he's going to go to the Premier League. He's, yes. You know, he's an international Welsh player. Yes, it'd be good to go to Cardiff if Cardiff come along, but you know, I'm pretty sure the Premier League side would, would take him on long. Yeah, I, I would be a mate. Well, it looks like they're just going to sell him as well, so I think they'd be... You'd sell him, you know, like a place like... like, like a Do bird, you know what? Villa, mate. Norwich. Villa. Villa. Villa would be a good yeah. fit for him. You know, Yes, someone like that. Even even well, not Newcastle because they've got Trippier, but you know he's he's Debbie decent. He's actually. decent. I played him much for Wales, and, and he's uh, he, he's he's okay. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Will says, <laughs> Will says that uh, didn't Lingard? No, no, he's have... not going to come for a relegation fight in the championship. So, yeah, he's not going to play league. He doesn't want to play League One football next year. <laughs> um, Will Will says didn't Lingard outshine Declan Rice last season uh, at West Ham, and now United want Declan Rice, but they're not playing Lingard. But they are different positions, aren't they? And like Declan Rice was the glue for West Ham, has been for the last few years. He just sits in the middle of their central midfield and just starts everything, breaks up everything, and he's got a bit of quality. And I just think. There's not really a comparison there no, for me. No, no, there isn't. Look, I think De- Lingard should be playing for United at this very moment because he gives 100% and too many of those other players don't. So I, yeah. I, that's why I would have him in there starting 11 at yeah. the moment. I agree. 
because there's too many players who need to kick up the ass. Um, right, Caps says, uh, who will finish in the top four of the Premier League? Oof. Um, I would go Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, and I'm going to go with, at this present moment in time, I'm going to go with West Ham, which I'm sure Gaz will be happy to see, um, just because I don't think Arsenal will stay there. I don't think United are going to make it at the moment. Yeah, I, I agree. Think Tottenham... I agree. the last one, it'd be either Tottenham or United, one of them two. United got a lot of work to do, mate, I think. Um, they, 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 have, they have, but, you know, they could easily yeah, well, a 10-game win streak, a 15-game win streak quite easily. But, you know, just not looking that way at the minute. No, but then, like, when I look at the teams above them, Tottenham... We still do have to remember, we still do have, sorry, we still do have to remember, you know, he's played four games, only lost one. He's won two, yeah. drawn one and lost yeah. one. So, Yeah, and I think two. ultimately, mate, ultimately, when you look at who's above them, West Ham, Tottenham and Arsenal, United are better than all of them. Or even with the way they are now, if they were playing each other... I would fancy United to win those games. The only way I say Tottenham is because, you know, he seems to have come in and, and turn them around if he gets a couple yeah, of you love him, don't once. you, Conti? Yeah, so, so United, if they don't, then I think Tottenham will sneak it. But this is one that's going to go to the wire, this one, right to the end. Ah, uh, mate, the, what, what, not, not the way Spurs played yesterday, was it? Um, no, but, you know, is it against Chelsea and they've, they've still got another leg? So that don't count yeah. them out yet. No, no, I don't mean that. But they just weren't very good. Um, no, no, but this it's this a process, mate. You, you, the new managers come in. Time, it's like with Ralph Ragnick. Everyone's expected to turn around straight away. Sometimes it doesn't happen, and you've got to take time. And and yeah, and it's it's difficult. But you get some good performances, and then you get some bad ones. And that's what Tottenham experience in a minute. Yeah, you sports, see a lot sports, of up and downs. Sports, you see you? the players putting the shifts in. Running up, running, and what they should be doing. Yeah, Harry Kane suddenly remembered he's a footballer as well as and yeah. started running about a bit. So it's always a good sign. Easy, um, but yeah, look, it's I think that fourth place in the top four is open, wide open. Yeah. Um, and look, I think the other thing as well, I think um, Arteta deserves a lot of credit for going from where Arsenal were five, six, seven games in. To where he is now because they were bottom of the league and they looked dreadful. Well, he had, was under they pressure. Had, they had a difficult start. I know it was Brentford, he was under pressure though, wasn't he? Yeah, I know it was Brentford and they got beat there in the first game, but then they had City, Liverpool, Chelsea. So they had a difficult start. But once they got through that, they seemed to start getting going. Yes, they got beat at us, but you know, they've had some good wins since. But they're in turmoil as well, you know, with a Bangyang, but you know, the manager seems to have a strong personality. Uh, like the gym, Chelsea manager, you know, if the, someone steps out of line, doesn't matter who they are, they're, they're out. Yeah, right. Uh, just to finish us off, mate, I'm not going to go through all the bloody FA Cup games. Um, I'm going to pick out a couple just to see if you think there's going to be a shock. Uh, so we got We're Friday, started. Swindon versus Man City. You any, any shock there? No, no. Um, something like Mansfield, Middlesbrough? No. Uh, trying to pick one. Barnsley versus Barrow. Yeah, possibly. Uh, Where's it at Barnsley, though? Yeah, it's at Barnsley, that one. Yeah, no, possibly. Barrow's, a, Barrow's 
yeah. Probably if it was a Barrow, but yeah, not Barnsley. Uh, Newcastle versus Cambridge at Newcastle. Home win. Um, Port Vale at home to Brentford. Yeah, it depends if they play a squad, the squad players, and, and yeah, that could be a draw that one. Um, and then on Sunday we've got Cardiff versus Preston, which both championship teams. Cardiff could probably do with a little run in the uh, in the cup to try and save their season. Uh, Liverpool at home to Shrewsbury, mate. <laughs> Come on, you know what the score is going to be. Yeah, no, one nil to the Shrews. Um, yeah. Tottenham versus Morecambe at, at Tottenham. Mate, you're asking, you're asking me these games, they're just going to get pulverised. Give me one that's like a League One home to, to a championship side. Um, oh, here's one. What about this? Nottingham Forest at home to Arsenal. There you go. That's, that's a banana skin, yeah. Uh, Charlton at home to Norwich. Yeah, all of them are banana skins. The ones that you just go and don't go near on the coupon. Yeah, you ain't touching. Um, and then the Monday game, Manchester United at home to Aston Villa. Stevie G. Yeah, that's 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 a difficult one as well. So because Aston Villa are playing well, so could yeah. could they get? If Coutinho we don't, if we don't play that? well, we'll get beat. It's as simple as that. Would Coutinho be eligible to play in that if they signed him tomorrow before yeah, twelve o'clock? Well, depends on work visa and, and quarantine and all that kind of stuff. Oh it? yeah, of course, yeah. Got to take that into account these days, haven't you? Yep. Um, right. Ladies and gentlemen, as ever, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, welcome as well to all the new faces we've seen coming in tonight. Hope you'll be back next Thursday, 7.30. Check out the Fight Show Sunday. Should be, um, should be in my studio next week because I've got my, got my couch today and I get all my other stuff. I think you'll pick it up Monday, so, yeah, I'll be in there Thursday. Nice. Like it. Oh, Time for a trip to Manchester. Yeah, you still need to but, send me that camera. Oh, me mate, yeah, the list. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll right. um, I'll do that now, actually. Um, right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you. Make sure you, uh, if you're new, make sure you subscribe, click the bell for notifications, all that good stuff, and don't forget to uh, check out the Patreons as always. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, pleasure. See you on Sunday for the fight show, eight o'clock. Later's. Cheers, mate. Diggs, G-I-G-G-S, no, Roderick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you have? I respect your opinion. Maybe in your opinion Messi is better than me, but in my mind I'm better than him. I do it again. Money and go stack up. Only buy a car, hard, car cards, and get tatted up. All that other bull. It
it don't matter much. You only climb me, I put the ladders up. No fault, I done doubled up on the workload. I think I fell in love with the bankroll. Pray up, get money, then we lay low. Then we lay low. Add it up, Podcast Network.